So should we skip the fluff and get right to the good stuff? Yeah. Do you want we to watch the hearings that are underway now? <laughs> no. <laughs> and gave similar testimony. He explained that all of the fraud allegations and the campaign's other election arguments. All right, that's enough of that. We got this is the, this is being produced by a wag the dog style television producer apparently to attract more viewers. I think there are way more important things to talk about, Tim. Can we talk about someone who's very upset with us from our last show? I wish you would. So I said so. Well, a right. few days a few days ago. I was on one of my favorite Telegram groups, The Dark Side. I'll put a link to it. Right. The Dark Side Papers. I think it's Don't called. Mind me. I'm just scrolling through a few of my pictures here. Okay. Oh, how, how appropriate. Oh. And I had uh, a, a fan of mine who likes a lot of the things that I do, except yeah. that, uh, well, let me just read what she wrote in the reply. You ready? Oh. You ready, panelists? Yes. I listened to a podcast today between Marcus and a couple of fellas regarding the Texas shooting, but the beginning was devoted to the men expressing deep animosity and distrust of dating, marriage, and women, proving to me the men are pigs project and the war against the sexes and families are complete. Why not say a big F you to the TPTB, that's the powers to be, by finding an cultivating healthy relationships. It's not impossible. Find someone to love and who will love you back. All my kids ages 41, 39 and 37 married happily and have children. I'm so proud of them. Not one sat around hating on the opposite sex. And if one is too comfortable in their marriage as one of the guys in the podcast shared, Marcus, question mark, who is to blame? Look in the mirror and do something about it. It was depressing listening to these guys who wants to take that one first i'll i'll, I'll definitely take that one first <laughs> okay go for it <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah first first of all yeah first first of all that's not reality she's not the one that's out there dating women and finding out with what women are like um we're basically speaking or i'm speaking from my experience um and it's uh you know in today's society for for somebody like me it's uh it's it's just not worth marriage you know going into a marriage contract and that's just the reality of it all you have to do is go sit in a family court uh and, and sit there all day long and and you'll see what happens um so the, you know the fact that her children you know married and all that kind of stuff and they're happy that's great um my you know my answer to that is always for now you know you're happy for now that mm -hmm. you know i've i've had tons of friends who are happy and you know i went to their weddings a few of them i was the best man at the wedding and you know it, it didn't work out you know 10 years 15 years later it didn't work out and they're divorced so and i'm not saying they're going to get divorced but you know to say to to sit there and email and say that you know that it, you know i you know i hate women and that's simply not true i'm simply describing what my experience is, you know, for the last 35 years in dating women. Um, and, and in today's society, it's, it's gotten a hell of a lot worse. Um, and you can ask any man that, I mean, you can, I, a tons of my friends feel the same way. So, you know, and you know, I respect her, you know, her email, but it's just simply not reality. That's not the, you know, you know, it's, you know, implying that it's easy to find somebody to, to love that's, that's, to me, that's simply not reality. 
<clears throat> Anyone with a penis want to take it next? Well, well I, I think she, she um, has her... Um, a little closer argument. to the mic, Frank. I think she has her argument already in in her comments. The the um, if, if people are well-raised and if they cooperate and so on, everything's fine. It's, it's really how to manage what happens when things go wrong. And she is openly acknowledging that marriages do fail. She's saying her children are happy. She's also implicitly acknowledging that marriages fail for whatever reason. The, and it's about the carnage after that, that, that we've been talking about. And, and I, we also recommended some remedies to how to, to deal with it, and that is to avoid the current marriage certificate situation. I mean, it's perfectly okay to, to uh, establish a relationship with a woman and raise a family, but you, you cannot do it under the current marriage contract. It's really that, that simple. You, you'd be foolish to do that. Um, and so I, I think, in my view, that it would be sensible also to base that marriage contract on, on the biblical commandments. Mm -hmm. it's, just, it's just a view of, of a model that I, that I think works. And, and I agree with Tiago. I, I don't think your, our critic is, is facing reality. She, she is saying, okay, it can all be great. Yeah, it can. But to maintain its greatness, we have to go back to the rules which established the greatness in the first place. The current legal system doesn't support it, in my view. End of, mm -hmm. end of sermon. Yeah, I don't have much to say on it, honestly. I think uh, sometimes we spend a little too much time talking about relationships and men and women, and I, it's not really my most favorite or most interesting topic to talk about, but mm -hmm. I have conservative views on relationships, and I think marriage is, is a great great thing for society, and I think uh, we should keep pursuing it despite the powers that be's best intentions to disrupt it. Mm -hmm. And we, we I identify the disruptions in society, and Miles Mathis really uh, does some pretty good essays regarding the interference and the disruption between men and women and it's a real thing it's really happening and i think most people ignore it and overcome the issues and they have normal relationships although her children sounded a little older than maybe the target of this uh, anti-social engineering right now they might have got past the the worst of the programming because they're a little older but maybe today, it's as Diego said, uh, it's more intense and it's causing more disruption. Okay, I'm, I want to before you go though. I, I sure. do want to generally acknowledge, you know, she does make a great point that it has been, it has been a deliberate um, effort by the powers that be to do damage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what what Frank was mentioning there with the with the marriage contract, it, it's it's a really difficult thing for 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 a guy in today's world to be entering in a contract like that. It really is. Um, I deal in probabilities every single day, um, and to me, 
that probability of entering into a marriage contract is is just not worth it. It really isn't. Uh, maybe it was 20 or 30 years ago when uh, you know you want when a few listeners here uh, got married. Uh, maybe that was the case. It was fine, but in today's world, absolutely no way. Absolutely not. I've seen way way too much carnage like Frank's uh, like Frank was stating it's it, a lot of my friends their lives are destroyed destroyed because of uh, them going to court and and you know etc etc so for me it's just simply not worth it. it it's not the reality of today I would like to focus on one sentence she wrote again she wrote all my kids ages 41 39 37 married happily and have children and then Diego kind of went into it before I mentioned the second paragraph, which, I, which I'm going to read. I've been married 42 years. Yes, it takes work, and it's not always easy, but I wouldn't trade it in for anything else, and I love sharing life with my hubby. I feel that giving up on relationships and marriage is what psychopaths want. Anyway, take care. So here's my thoughts on this. I'm going to tell a quick story that happened, oh, maybe three years ago before COVID-1984. Um, I had a gold ring that my parents gave to me that had no use. It was sitting in the drawer, and I thought it'd be worth. You always think it's going to be worth more than what you get, and I was looking to, you know, the cash for gold type of thing. And I found this woman. Uh, she's always on TV. She's always on billboards. You know, give me your gold, and I'll give you cash. And I went in, and uh, we struck a, a, a conversation uh, with with the owner who was on the billboard, and uh, she's crying. And uh, for some reason, when people see me, they, they like to spill their guts with me. I don't have to say a word. I just I think it's just because I just look at them straight in the eyes and they have this need to tell me their problems. And she's like, I'm like, oh, is everything all right? And she's like, oh, my husband just left me. So, oh, okay. How you doing? Uh, what happened? And she told me, she goes, I don't understand it. We've known each other for 13 years, whatever it was. We never fought about anything. We never had a single disagreement. And then he just left me. Is that, I'm surprised no one's laughing at that because... Well, I've heard you talk about it before. Oh, okay. Yeah. And your, your uh, punchline is because they haven't communicated. That's right. They haven't communicated. So yeah. when she says, I've been married for 42 years, blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, but basically saying that they're happy... All my kids are ha married and happy. You don't know that. Absolutely. That's what I was. I was just about to say that. How, how does she know? She's not even. She's not living. In, you know, I'm assuming she's not living with them. Uh, so it, it, it's just to me, honestly. Uh, you know, guys, it's honestly, it's just fantasy talk to me. If it works out for you and you're able to stay with your wife and you're truly super happy until the end of your life, kudos to you. But I know very, 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 very few people. I know the vast majority of these results of marriage are nothing but carnage and destruction. That's what that's what I see. And I'm just not willing to enter into a contract in today's world like like uh, Frank was saying. But I respect what she's saying. If it works for her, that's great. If it works for the children, awesome. But the reality is today, it, it's it's a it's a very you have a very 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 small chance of that working out like that mm -hmm. and i wish Man, i wish I, yeah i wish i can take you i, I wish i can take her uh, uh transform her into you know in, into into a like a camera on my shoulder 
and go out into these venues and then she would see what I'm talking about what what these women really want mm. Mm. yeah and well, then that, she, I bet you she would have a different opinion then now we know for sure we're gonna have something to talk about next week by saying that <laughs> <laughs> happiness is also a, a ridiculous pursuit <laughs> and you, you live your life your, your, yes your contentment comes from living the life according to the inner the inner voice doesn't it it's it's not about you know the pursuit of happiness it's a ridiculous idea mm -hmm. all right i know tim is is ready to move on to the next topic and let's do that oh, this yeah. is a post for <laughs> john lebon specifically john lebon has been up my arse for years saying tim if you share my screen okay i will do that saying that there's no such thing as paid shills. No proof whatsoever that p people are being paid to shill whatever the case is. And as you're about to see here, I would like to see if you guys can debunk this. Are you able to see that? Yeah, I can see something. Can you make it bigger? Uh, no. Or how about that? Yeah. Yeah. So this is from the, the JIDF, never heard of it before. As you can see up here, it says fighting online hate speech since 2020. The Jewish International Jewish Internal Defense Forces. Okay, cool. And you can see the compensation appendix 2B for posting onto forums and comment sections, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now, this is either a fantastic fake oh. that they put some some deep thought into, or this is proof of paid chivalry. Sorry, the Jewish Internet Defense Force. It says it was an organization. It's no. Okay. If you go to the website, it's not there anymore. Yeah, it says it was an organization. So maybe this is something old. Mm-hmm. Activision. Okay. So it shows here the punchline is you can make if you're a top performer, the the following scenario demonstrates a monthly payout calculation of a top user. If you make enough posts per day. You can make about uh, what is that seventy grand a year? Five thousand six hundred fifteen dollars a month. Mm. Well, that's a lot of disruption. <laughs> wow! By the way, I am not against this. <laughs> I'm not kidding. If it's you if you're passionate about a topic, you feel that you're being persecuted because you're Jewish. I think you should go out onto the internet and show your point of view. I'm not against that. What do you guys think? Hmm. Uh, well, I, I think is you need to, the problem is going to be when people like John LeBon say it's not happening. So this is just this is just Photoshop. No, I'm I'm, I'm saying the problem is John LeBon is denying the existence of paid shills and it and it is silly a silly mm. point of view it's not helpful mm -hmm. it, it, i'm okay if it happens but you know to pretend it doesn't happen is going to lead you to poor decision making right at some point at some right. point when when you're having a discussion with people i get into the thing where i just give people three chances to to resolve an issue if they're not prepared to resolve it i move on if people yeah. can't come to an a a simple yes or no statement on something obvious after three 
efforts to get them to do that, you know that they are not genuine. They're not trying to have a proper conversation. Yep. Yeah. And and without and without an understanding that there are people out there that are just deliberately trying to interrupt what your message is, you you, you get yourself tangled up for no reason. You know what? Let's take let's let's take the other side of the uh, let's steel man argument this and take John's side, John Levon. What? Why would someone purposely in mass droves go to forums like Godlike Productions? And post clearly ridiculous things. What what would be the motivation? I can only think of money. Well, money right. or they're or they're crazy. <laughs> One of the right. two. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. No thoughts on this, Tim? Mr. Fakeologist? Um I I definitely think there are militaries that are controlling conversations mm -hmm. and they most likely are paid operatives and they're mostly there to guide conversations in twitter and facebook comment sections and forums there i have no doubt this is happening and i think the whole point of the elon musk slash twitter operation and mm -hmm. i don't think he's buying it anymore i don't know if anyone has followed yes, that story mm -hmm. It was just to show that Twitter is probably mostly bots. I know there's real people because I'm on there and I know yep. Marcus. So there are yep. real people, of course there are, but there's probably way more bots that you're arguing with. And I would say that the, the things that Marcus explained 10 years ago, software like HB Gary, where one person can control 500, 500 identities or more probably that can interact with each other are are still happening and i probably do argue with bots quite a bit because most of their arguments are just you're an idiot mm -hmm. you don't know what you're talking about you could say that to any comment to anyone and that's easy to automate it's not really that or it could just pick out keywords from what you said and reply to them by reinserting them so it's definitely happening and for many reasons one i think it's proven that Twitter is just uh, another influence operation to control the conversation and to put ideas out there. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I think that the military and the defense contractors are all about. That's what they're doing. And they've done it forever with newspapers and talk radio over the last 30, 40, 50 years in particular, uh, radio hosts, uh, newscasters project mockingbird there's no doubt that they've always influenced influence operations is what psyops is and they all get they all get paid they're not volunteers of course because it's not actually a great job if you think about it it could get boring really quickly so yeah i'd want to be paid a decent amount because it's probably a mind-numbing job Did especially you if you're not even interested in the topic what not everyone's interested in what we talk about. It's not that interesting to most people, as much did, as we are interested. Did you look at the rate that they pay? Let me zoom in. Yeah, yeah, but and, and like you said, that could be from ten years ago because that operation is is shut down. So right. I would hope it's, it's twice as much now. If I was going to, but, do but it. I, I would also argue that there are members of the defense forces that are are doing this as well. 
you know, part oh, of their job. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, and they're and they're getting proper money. You know, plus all their mm -hmm. housing paid for, etc. So, yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's a career. It's a career. And, and I don't think there are too many people that would do it for very long and not get paid for it because it's there's no benefit. There's not a real benefit if you're just there harassing other people. We've had people on my board all the time doing it. Okay, let's even talk about people, that. Even the people that are doing it, though, for, for money, it must at some point in their lives decide that the thing they're doing is not correct. You know, like the, the time I was on the beautiful tropical island north of Papua New Guinea bulldozing dirt into the sea, at some point you get to the thing where you're saying, why am I doing this? This is, hmm. this is not what I want to do. Well, it's a very negative thing to be disrupting other people's conversations. Especially if they're, they're natural they're and yeah, they're doing harm, aren't they? If they're if they're perpetuating propaganda like global warming, etc., they are doing severe harm. Yeah, it's it's it. They're they're hurting society. Tim, have you ever or anyone on the panel come face to face with someone who says you're an idiot? That's all they say to you. You're an idiot. You're wrong. You're an idiot. How I mean, dare you? Physically out in person? Yeah. Well, maybe on the schoolyard playground, maybe. Yeah. Right, 40 years ago. Yeah. But but on the internet, that's all you see from these paid trolls. I and that's, of, yeah, yeah, and sure. that's a psychological. And what that does is it, it immediately gets other people who were going to join into the discussion to stop because they can't handle being yelled at. Especially like women. Women can't take it. I don't right. like it. And even if I... I know I'm even if, if I know it's a bot, it's still psychologically absolutely. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I, think I got some. I got a, a reply today saying I was a dumbass. I think. <laughs> what do you mean you think? <laughs> what was it? Well, no, I can't remember the two words that were on Twitter. It was on Twitter. Oh, okay. Just Twitter because I normally don't engage. If I'm going to engage, I'll just give a two or three word reply. I'm not going to put energy into it too much unless. Mm. I really type it really quickly mm -hmm. because I know it's going in. It's just going into the ether and no one is going to see it. And I, I'm literally burning up energy for no right. reason. Right. But they, it does catch you. They, why am I trying to convince one bot for, as Elon has really helped expose one bot on Twitter? It's not, not going to help. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Next. So I think, ahead, I think you've, made a, you've made a super valuable contribution by finding actual evidence, Marcus. There you it, go. It is, it is helpful. Yeah. And on Godlike Production, they always joke about 350. That's the joke that um, everyone have seen has. I can't. I, I I can't track it down. But apparently, they get paid 350 to post on Godlike Productions, three dollars fifty cents. Right. So anytime some shill posts some ridiculous thing, everyone follows up with 350, 350, 350. Oh, okay. <laughs> or maybe they're following up themselves to perpetuate the myth. Or, or get the 350. Yeah, who was? Yeah. <laughs> the easy 350. All right, next, let's move on to the next topic. Headline, if you're still on my screen. Yeah. How flesh-penetrating sound waves could 3D print implants directly inside of you? So I want to know, do you think this is BS or is it real? And if it's real, uh, let's talk about it. Researchers at Concordia University have devised a way to solidify liquid into plastic, creating a 3D printing option that can be used to 
implement medical implants directly inside a patient's body. Direct sound printing, known as DSP, utilizes high-frequency sound waves to accomplish its intended use. You guys think this is real? Here's what it looks like. If you're listening to the podcast, oh, go ahead. So there is a 3D printer where you pour a liquid into a cylinder Mm -hmm. and the the cylinder is struck by light which solidifies the object and the stuff that hasn't been struck pours away so as far as i know that technology is exists already okay so then the next question is that do you think that's the real reason we're getting vaccines no and no i don't i don't know if this is happening for real makes me wonder what an ultrasound for imaging a fetus is doing because that's sound waves. Or no, is it actually is it actually a sound wave or is it radiography? I thought mm-hmm. we were told we're, ultrasound means high frequency sound waves. That's what we're told. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what is it? I don't I know, to... but it, it can't be good. Yeah, this to me, this is science fiction. Maybe one day, but as far as I know, no. And vaccines. I still stick with my. My my theory that at uh, worst, at best they do nothing, at, and at worst they're harming people. And it seems like they are harming people because I see harm all around. Although people don't really advertise it, so I don't know if they're trying new technologies in the vaccine. It's possible. I don't think so, but I just don't know. Do you have any thoughts, Diego? Yeah, maybe in the future. Um, absolutely. Um, I don't see why not uh, with with the technology that they have. But uh, as of right now, I, I, I don't know. In terms of vaccines, what do you mean of vaccines? Putting a, an implant in a vaccine? No, putting a liquid yeah. via the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, there's big talk about graphene and there's this big talk yeah. that it's just, that's just hype. But maybe there's graphene that that's liquefied that's put via the vaccine into your arm which cascades into your body and they're using some type of uh device that we can't see to do something to our body uh right now with these so-called mrna vaccines Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um no i don't i don't think so either i think uh i think honestly with the vaccines of today i think they're just straight up poison heavy metals uh what constituents that they have in there it's just it's just killing these people Okay, so let's move on to uh, on dark side papers. I made a big splash and people are kind of upset with me because um, I've been looking at some videos because I'm big into free energy, big, big into free energy. And I've seen people not wearing gloves, handling mercury like it was nothing, no mask, no nothing. And um, makes me question whether mercury, remember everything they tell us is the opposite. We live in a very inverted world. Is mercury really bad for us or could it be really good for us? Anyone want to take that one? I think it's bad and it's one of the most toxic things on earth. Okay. I don't So you're going with the main line you're you're going with the main line. Yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna test that one either. I don't know how I test it. Well it's in your teeth. Not mine. You never have amalgam fillings? No, I've never had a filling. I have four. Um, I don't know if I'm fine or not. I, I appear to be fine. Well, <laughs> it's assuming it's it's assuming it's leaking. I'm not 
It absolutely does. I, I There's videos that show off-gassing every time you take a bite. Well, I'm not convinced of that. I, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm not convinced of that. I, I think that um, I wouldn't put mercury in just in the off chance that it was happening. But I would say it was... My guess is it, they, they used it for a long time and it's probably inert. In other words, it's not reacting and not decomposing in a dangerous way. And that goes into is lead bad for us? And I can't wait to hear what Frank has to say because this is right up his alley. <laughs> so Port Perry is a, um, a place in West Australia where lead was smelted for a long period of time. And the, the idea was that it was causing basically cretinism in the children. Their, their, their so-called their measured IQ was very low in this particular town, is the evidence. And I, I guess my view of all of these things, like lead pipe was used in in Rome forever. It's, mm -hmm. it's been used forever. It's not very reactive. Yeah, what about asbestos? And the same with asbestos. Yeah. Um, asbestos is another one of these technologies which was taken offline really yeah and same with the um the freon for air conditioning yeah 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 so I, yeah it's quite likely that lead well i've never experienced myself any problems with lead i use lead all the time when you when you heat it it's a va it goes into a vapor and you really don't want to be in inhaling that vapor um but you know pewter mugs were my mother's a norwegian pewter mugs and pewter um jewelry was a very big part of the norwegian culture when i was a child and that has all been taken out of norway altogether because of this thing about lead after hundreds of years of people using pewter jewelry um that doesn't mean that it wasn't hurting people and maybe because when you poison someone with metals, it's a slow kill. So it's it's not you drink something and you're dead. So there is an accumulation factor. I really think that's a real thing. And and metals are not um, removable. The body cannot remove them. I believe that's real. But uh, I would say certain people are more affected than others due to their own chemical circumstance. So I don't. I we. I, I. I agree with Marcus. Everything is inverted, and we don't know. But uh, overall, I. I think I'm on the idea that metal in your system is not good. Well, one of the so, things I will say, t Tim, is that the getting the research is not that easy. Mm -hmm. Like the research, the research on salt and so on. Pretty easy to find. But heavy metal poisoning and how it occurs is less less easy to find much less easy to find there was a a disease in in japan when i was a child called itai itai which is called ouch ouch and the story there is that that was from mercury poisoning from the paper mills of japan the fishermen okay. were being poisoned with mercury but what that really did was shut down the fishing industry in japan and they were forced to travel you know overseas so now that the, the japanese fishermen then started taking their traveling to australia and so on to get their tuna 
but the waters around Japan are, you know, got plentiful fish, but virtually unfished around Japan. So and that le that leads into the mercury in the fish. We're all scared to eat seafood now because yep. of the in the metal. Is that is that BS? I don't. The answer is I don't know. It just seems extraordinary. That in idea. which direction? Well, you know, the, we're talking about quantities of mercury going into the sea, which must be very small. Yeah, yeah. and super you know, diluted. Yeah, it, exactly. It, it's it's a but bit like the, the story about things. It's it's a bit like the story about carbon dioxide produced. You know, and, mm -hmm. and that's having an effect on the climate. There is oh, no by the way, way, I I heard an interesting thing from um, a guy named Kaufman that I've been listening to for the last thing on CO2. And they were saying that the quantity of CO2 in, for instance, C car CO2 emissions is 0.19%, COVID 0.19%, because most of it is just water vapor. Yeah. When we're talking about the emissions from a factory, most of what you're seeing is just water vapor and a just very tiny right. fraction is uh, is carbon or CO2. But if you do it, it's just if you do the simple arithmetic app yeah. about that about that story, mm -hmm. you find out that it is just not credible. The, the amount of anthropogenic carbon dioxide is a fraction of a fraction of a fraction. Yeah, it's infinitesimal. And yeah, it's, it's one of the biggest lies ever again. Yeah. Here we go again. So, uh, and the reason the reason carbon dioxide has increased in the atmosphere is because we had from 1900 to about 1980 a beautiful warm sun. It was a very active sun, right? And the and the oceans warmed up, and warm water doesn't hold carbon dioxide very well. And there's no proof it's bad for the world, and well, there's well, no fact, proof in, that man in, is causing it. So there's so many negative parts of the story that are just impossible yeah. that you should just dismiss this hand, but we're just continuing this this rush to decarbonization madness, yeah. which which so let's so let's so let's put the lead story, the lead story and the mercury story in the context of those yes, yes, that's those true. scams. If we put them in the context of those scams, we've got we've lost asbestos, which is just a brilliant material. We've lost lead pipes. Lead is very easy to use and, you know, very malleable. You we can easily freon. weld it. We've lost Freon. Exactly. And we're going to lose gasoline and diesel. And now we're losing gas. Now, let's talk about what gasoline and diesel do. Gasoline and diesel give you the effect of the king having 200 slaves or more. Right. Hmm. You know, imagine the salt. I've got a book on salt making, which has a a couple of chapters about how salt was made in elizabethan times they had to practically chop down forests to produce a little bit of salt and that's why salt was so expensive you know the 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 introduction of the industrial revolution in england made salt really cheap and that's when the industrial age took off because the industrial chemical industry is all salt based it is just crazy what's going to happen when we get rid of coal and gas. And 
you know, the damage being done in Victoria right now, where, where our Premier literally blew to kingdom come the t two of the most efficient coal-fired power stations in the world, and, and now we're having price rises go through the roof, and he's prevented gassing fuel, gas exploration in our state right. using, this, using this scam. And now, essentially, Australia, which was, well, Victoria, which was an industrial powerhouse with cheap energy, is just going to become a cot case. And he, so, he I, I, and so I'm, I'm, so I'm sympathetic with Marcus's view. Yes. That, um, that the story against mercury, the story against lead is just part of those scams. And needs a lot more work. What say you, Tiago? I think so too. I think uh, it's always it's always uh, convenient to have a uh, invisible uh, enemy, mm. uh, something to blame uh, that furthers uh, you know whatever agenda that you want to put forth to the people, to the masses, you know, in terms of the CO two. So I mean, uh, with the mercury. Uh, you know, I don't mess with it myself, but, uh, you know, whether it's as toxic uh, as they say it is, I have no idea. But, uh, you know, as far as it's seeping into the ocean and, and uh, getting into the fish, I think uh, you'd have to have a whole lot of mercury to, you know, to do any damage in the Pacific or Atlantic Ocean. But uh, it's uh, to me, to me, they, they just it's time and time again. It's the same story. They demonize the invisible. They demonize, and when they demonize it, they try to also make it complex so the average person has no interest in it or doesn't understand it. Tim, I forget, did we record my garlic adventures or was that pre-show? I think it was pre-show. Okay, let me tell that real quick. So last week I did, speaking of mercury, last week I did an experiment. I ate garlic for the first time in a long time on Monday night for dinner, Tuesday night, garlic bread alfredo on wednesday night and if you listen if you listen to last thursday's show i was totally off my game and the reason i did that experiment is because i read in several places sorry about that i read in several places that um pilots in the air force are not allowed to fly their planes within 72 hours of consuming any amount of garlic now i don't know if that's true or not i always like to do my own experiments so i did it monday i was fine tuesday was totally fine wednesday whammos but the brain fog really kicked in and then i listened back every friday night i don't know if you're aware of this guys i take my family out every friday night and we listen to the show and um people in my family were kind of quiet and they're like are you okay i'm like yeah i did the garlic thing and i was like i was slurring and stuff it was terrible so then the question is, okay, so we're worried about mercury fillings, amalgam. And by the way, amalgam is 50% mercury. It's silver, tin, some other concoction of metals I was looking into. So by taking just a little bit of garlic, I was completely off my game, had huge brain fog and slurring my speech. Yet I have four amalgam fillings I've had since I was 11 years old. And I seem fine. Well, I, I've also got a mouthful of... Um amalgam um i haven't noticed anything except if i have anything with aluminium foil on it it immediately causes the mercury to come out hmm. you so, mean you so you're eating aluminum if, foil if, if, if i if i if i take a piece of chocolate that has a bit of aluminium foil on it 
Uh-huh. The reaction is really just awful. Hmm. That's alchemy. Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. So you see the picture on the screen right now? This is a picture of my neighbor's barn. Yeah. See that? And do you see at the top of the barn there are three what everyone in the world would consider? Well, I'm curious. It, in the United States, we all call these three things the same thing. What what do you guys call those things? Those little spiky things on the top of the roof. I can hardly the balls. see them. But yeah, I tried to zoom in, but it won't let me zoom in. <clears throat> yeah, it's a it's a metal rod with a sphere, a metal sphere, and a pointy metal tip. Isn't it for isn't it for uh, lightning? Exactly. We're we're told it's light. It's we're told it's lightning rods. Yeah. Which is bullshit. Because if it was true, now these are all over. Mercury in those balls. That's my point. Okay. You you, you hit the punchline early. That's great. Exactly. If you follow the lightning rods, they go to ground next to your box. And if you're into Tartaria, old world type of stuff, everyone says this is how you got free electricity in the 1850s. Now, that sounds ridiculous, except uh, before cable TV was invented, we had those antennas on our roofs, and we got free TV wirelessly. Well, we have that again with digital TV. Exactly. So why would this be different? And it's only on old houses that were built in the 1850s. And are you aware that if you just send a cable up on a balloon and yep. hold the balloon above your head. Tons of voltage. You can get quite a lot of... yeah Vol Voltage, not current. You can get a lot of voltage, but not current. Well, you, you can still you can still use that power. There are plenty of people that have put wires up trees and showed people how to get useful power from... Absolutely. Yeah, you have to be... I'm totally into this. You have to be at least 130 feet in the air. And again, it's voltage, not current, which is completely different. Tons of voltage, but not enough so current Marcus, to... Vol power voltage, voltage times amps equals a constant. Yep. And you step down the voltage and you end up with current. Right. That's what... Um, like, I'm, I'm really looking big time into transformers. Because you can take yep. that energy use a transformer... See, there's a whole conspiracy. I've heard this all my adult life that we're really going all over the place here. That the power that comes into our house is really not made from those wires. It's actually made at the meter. The meter has a transformer. And that's what delivers the power to our house. And you can tap into the ground wire that goes underneath the house and get the same phase one electric that comes from the top of the meter but i don't know enough about i'm I not buying any of that i'm and i and i like power i have solar panels i don't buy any of that crap sorry well i'll have to show you a few videos then yeah maybe but i think solar panels real and i think Alternating current is real, so there's no to me there's no conspiracy at all on, on when it comes to all that. So you're not into the idea that churches were really power stations in the 1800s? No, no, not really, no. Mm -hmm. No. What about you, Tiago? They have electricity in uh, Sydney. <laughs> we got a little bit. 
<laughs> Although you need a permit uh, to have a windmill here or anything like that. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just nonsense. Right? But, uh, you know, I, I'm with Marcus. I have a huge interest in, uh, in, uh, in energy. I've had an interest in energy like this for, for 30 years. Um, but uh, my expertise lies in so, some other kind of energy. But uh, I don't know. In the 1850s, uh, you know, if they had uh, if they had that, you know, if they were power stations, uh, maybe they had it figured out before uh, Tesla did. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. From my, my investigation of the old world, Tesla is just a distraction and a fraud. Yeah, me too. Did he even exist? Yeah. Did you? Right. right. He was as real as Einstein. <laughs> well, maybe. I was just at Princeton University a couple days ago, actually. Einstein is a very um, regarded person at Princeton. Yeah. His, his bust is all over the place. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he... I, I think. I, he I agree. I don't think he's real either. He could have been a physical I, person, I, I, but I think I, he's I, like uh, Rain Man. Right, right. Or Chauncey the Gardener from um, being there. That movie where Peter Sellers, that was Peter Sellers' last movie. It was actually a really good movie. Pretty good movie. Where he was the gardener and his his owner or his master or the master of the house died. And that was a very influential person. And he said, the gardener said a few things they thought were prophetic and they made him president. So it's, you one, of the, the, one of the things about the work of Einstein is that um, when you go through and do his work, the thought, one of the thought experiments is a thing called the twins paradox. And that's where one, a twin gets in a rocket, flies away and comes back. And because he's traveled so fast, he's 10 years younger than the other twin. But then because it's relativity, it doesn't matter whether you consider the rocket flying away from you or as if the rocket was still in the earth flew backwards and forwards. So from that point of view, the twin that stayed on the earth should be younger than the one that was on the rocket. Now, what happens is that's called the twins paradox. In other words, what they're saying is that the whole logic of relativity can be shown by that simple thought experiment to be logically flawed. But what happened in modern science is they said, oh, that's a twin paradox. We can't explain it, but that doesn't mean the theory is wrong. Now, this is the kind of fraud that you're up against, right? If, if a theory can be demonstrated to have a fallacy in its own application, in its own logic, then clearly it is nonsense. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the rest of the stuff about e equals MC squared and there are nuclear weapons cannot be true. It yeah. is impossible. Right. So these are the very simple ways to demonstrate. And that's why you've had all this stuff about Einstein piled on and on and on to stop people looking at that very first point that the twin paradox disproves the theory of relativity and nuclear physics entirely, completely and utterly. It cannot be true. Interesting. I saw a video... I'll see if I can track it down. Someone debunking E. Let me put that in the notes. E equals MC squared. Yeah, what he did is he put a magnet on a magnetic whiteboard. And he said, 
is is there power coming off of the magnet? Well, clearly it is because it's sticking. Well, E equals mc squared, mc C being the, the power of the magnet is, is zero, or the m is zero. So zero times anything is zero, but clearly it's sticking. So yeah. you just throw that out. And I'm like, yeah, so wow. He's, he, he's just demonstrating that the weight of the magnet is not altering. Is that, is that what you're saying? Something like that. It, it was it yeah, was very because, simple. It was like, wow, zero times anything is zero, of course. One of, one of the largest books, uh, longest books that were ever written was a, a book uh, about uh, Einstein debunking everything. He actually stole a lot of his ideas, apparently, from Henry Poincaré. So that's right. That, that, that's that's the the idea of. Um, yeah. Well, there's no well, such thing as bending space and time and particles and all this ridiculousness. Yeah, it's, 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 ridiculous. it's, 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 it's nonsense. Me, me describing bending space and time is like telling you guys that I can bend and bend a shadow. It makes no sense. It's absolute nonsense. So it, it uh, but if you guys look it up, you'll see it's one of the largest books and it, it, it completely goes into everything that he, he ever talked about. And, and just one other point. The whole point of Einstein was to demonstrate that the ether does not exist. Mm. And I need to point out to you that the very things you're talking about, magnetism, electric motors, all of the things that we take for granted, everything, all the theories of electrical engineers mm. assume the ether exists. Yeah. Right? Yep. Everything, all practical aspects of our modern scientific world, of, of what we call the engineering marvels of our current world, is all science developed before Einstein came on board, and everything else is just deception and, and confusion. And, and, and it's a bit like a mining engineer being told the earth is a spinning ball, but I never ever use that concept. Anything I plan, draw or operate on is on the assumption the Earth is flat and unmoving, the same as a, the same as a, um, a an aircraft pilot. None of these so-called scientific breakthroughs after 1900. In fact, it was basically as if science stopped in 1900. 1945 specifically, Frank. Well, maybe, yeah. Well, Zeppelin and that was when the United out. Nations kicked in, and all sorts of things happened in 1945. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Tim, I'm looking at the clock. We have about five minutes left, and I want yep. to end with a video that you can play because you have the audio part. It's a YouTube video. Yeah, my comment is physics always sounded like mostly science fiction. So that I couldn't wrap my head around physics in high school, so that was the end of my physics career. So maybe, hmm. maybe I was tuning into the fact that it's all really science fiction for a lot of it is I, I know there's certain principles that are that are sound but a lot of it dark matter and that some of those topics always reminded me of science fiction mm -hmm. Frank, well they just came they just came out with uh, an, another lie which they said they caught uh, they took a picture of what's called gravity wave. Yeah, absolutely that's just a, a farce yeah, I, I, uh, those gravity waves, that picture that you see that they documented, that's actually magnetism is what you're seeing. Yes. That's the, uh, that's, uh, uh, if you look, if you take a magnet and you put it under what's called a ferrule cell, the exact same image 
will will uh, will come up uh, that they showed in that picture uh, that these uh, world-renowned scientists uh, found out. Those are uh, uh, it's it's just they come up with such nonsense. And 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 I knew about this 15 years ago when I had a ferro cell and we took the magnet and you can see the and the uh, the forces of of the uh, lines of magnetism under the ferro cell. And uh, Marcus, when that guy puts the magnet up on the chalkboard, mm -hmm. uh, that's that's an acceleration. That's an acceleration to what's called a null point. Mm. Um, so if you you can clearly see it under under a ferro cell. So descriptions are not explanations. When you have two magnets coming together, mm -hmm. they're not coming they're not coming towards each other. They're coming towards a null point. So if you put those two magnets underneath a ferro cell, you can actually see the null point in between them, and they're accelerating towards that null point. So it's it's and 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 for them to say that these are you know uh, you know uh, uh, what do you call it uh, gravity waves? It's a, it's absolute nonsense. All it is is magnetism. So they're all cousins: magnetism, dielectricity, electricity, and it's it, I don't know. They're and that, and that and what you've described there, Tiago, is essentially the unified field field theory. Yes, yes. The unified absolutely. field theory is that everything in our existence is electromagnetism or standing waves of electromagnetism in the ether. Yeah, period and period. There's no other. There's no it's other discussions. Else. It's nothing else. They, these people they keep on lying. Uh, uh, you know, to, to everybody, to, all, to you know, to to the masses. But it's just to me, they talk. I just laugh at these people. They, we can go into a whole show just about that. But forget, I'll keep quiet for now. <laughs> no, good. You haven't spoken too much. So you, you, you can have more airtime if you want to go into it. That's fine. No, I mean, I mean, we we can we can do a whole show. And uh, I've actually done many many experiments under feral cells with magnets and, and uh, having anti-gravitic properties and all this kind of stuff. But that, that's a total, a total another show. I think Frank would probably be uh, more interested in that. But uh, um, yeah, what do you got next, Marcus? Uh -huh. Well, Tim, if you turn off, uh, speaking of science fiction, if you turn off the audio on this video I sent you. Okay. What you you're seeing, off? now everyone, everyone's marveling about how Tesla has basically level three self-driving a uh, little background level five self-driving literally there's no gas pedal there's no brake there's no steering wheel you sit in four chairs in a car it drives itself and everyone's like that'll never happen well take a look at this mercedes video yeah and maybe you can uh it's playing no oh. audio this is basically level four driving today, today, 2022. Level five driving at the earliest was scheduled for 2025. We are two and a half years early on basically level five driving. It says level three in the- I, I, It's officially level three. But if you took the steering wheel away and the brake and the, and the gas pedal, that's level five. All I can see is a mask. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> I feel like ripping it off her. Come on, man. I know. She's kind of cute. <laughs> at, least, at least she went down a car crash. Oh, I know, eh? All fogged up. <laughs> that drives me nuts. So the question is, 
Do you think that this is BS? Oh, no, I don't think so. No, not at all. No, no, no do I. Well, wait, Tim, I have to quote you a couple years ago. You said this will never come and happen. No, I just don't think it's going to be practical for a long time. And uh, someone else said the only way it's really going to work well is if all the cars are autonomous. Because That's once right. you have human interference, people cutting others off, um, it'll be it'll be very tricky for these things to do well. They just they need to be with other autonomous vehicles, and that's where the five G comes in. The five G yeah. will be installed yeah. in all the cars and can and can. Well, it, basically, there'll be no gaps between the cars. It'll literally I, be touching each other. Are there going to be any cars? Are there going to be any cars? Yeah, I think they're going to be Uber cars. Yeah. Well, they're all yeah. The idea is to be everything shared. So you're going to have to book through the Internet of Things, your vehicle, and that car is going to be running all the time. I mean, it all sounds wonderful and efficient, Where you, but when everything is a permission-based society, well, you can't just go if you want to go on your own. You have to get permission from the grid, from the Borg that runs your smart city. And as Allison... And as Allison McDowell has said many, many times, and I'm not a fan of hers anymore, she has banned me from her Twitter account. <laughs> right? She said, "Uber is not um, Uber is not a transportation company. It is a geofencing company. So if you don't get yeah. the quacks, if you don't wear a mask, if you complain about the government, you don't have a ride." Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I, that, that, I, I agree. That's that's coming. That's that's all in the plan. And all the new Agenda 21 condo towers going up, they are going to have very limited parking. And it'll probably just be for the shared vehicles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the one thing that they're missing in that video is, um, uh, first of all, all, all you gentlemen and everybody listening, you guys all know that this is all done by artificial intelligence, right? Mm -hmm. Whether they're using yep. uh, PyTorch or TensorFlow, whichever language they're using. The one thing that they are missing that you you guys really never see on here is in the future, what they're going to have is they're going to have uh, uh, AI poles. And they'll probably just put them on the light poles um, as they go along. And it'll help navigate the AI in the car as well. Um, mm -hmm. So that'll make it a lot more efficient as well. I've they seen already that. have that here in the U.S. They are. Well, there you go. So, I mean, I mean, it's absolutely they're going to. You know they're going to do. They already, we already have the technology. PyTorch can do that. I can program in PyTorch, and they can easily do that. You just need you just need the exterior sensors on the road to make it uh, a lot more safer. Um, that way, nothing you know drastic or crazy happens. But uh, absolutely, the only thing I can't see it working in is snow and ice. I don't I don't know how they're going to do pull that one off. Well, whatever the, uh, sens the sensors are going to have to be above. The road surface, then how are they going to pull it off when most of the interstates and inner city roads are just cracked and full of potholes and are right. completely destroyed? So they, they have a lot of work to do in upgrading the infrastructure before any yes. of this works. Yeah. Unless a lot of the sensors are all on six foot tall poles above the snow and above and away from the cement somehow. So I, they'll I, be on, yeah, they'll be on the light on the on the lamps right. near the lamps up there. Um, and, and then with, uh, as Marcus was saying, with the 5G radiating everywhere and giving information yeah. in real time yeah. yeah it can be done yeah absolutely yeah. but yeah. like but, but i also he, but I, yeah i also agree with the infrastructure with tim it, it has to be fixed <laughs> but in the end doesn't it make you laugh that that we're going to all this effort whereas with you know 
just basic controls, we can already operate these cars without a problem. Yeah, yeah. but you, they can't control you. But the end game is, the end game also, Frank, is they want to get rid of people. You have to always keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah so yeah, why, we, do they, why do they even bother with the cars? What, we just... could, I know. Well, <laughs> they are going to reduce the cars. We could really have, been, we could really give everyone $500, take a driving course, and then they're perfectly great at driving. We don't yeah, need I, all these things. Yeah, I seen two publications today. One they said they want to get rid of all cars by 2050, and then I seen another one today that was by 2040. Uh, they want uh, all of Canada by uh, all electric, everything. Yeah, they're they're yeah. pipe dreams. I mean, yeah. everyone has to create goals, but those are their goals. Are they your goals? Are they your neighborhood's goals? Does everyone on your street agree that? Like I like driving. Obviously, I do it for a living. I like cars. <laughs> I like technology. Um, I yeah. don't like sharing. I don't really want to get in a car that someone else has been in. I like my car. I like my everything left where I, I like at my level of cleanliness. I like my smells. I don't like other people's stuff. I don't want to share. I I don't. You know, I've got I've got a great plan for you then, Ed. Mm -hmm. What I think you should do is create an injection and give it to everybody so that you're the only one left. Well, you yeah, but you want. yeah, but that's not fun either. I, I want other people around, but I don't want to share my toys. Did you guys like to share your toys? <laughs> no, <laughs> not really. <laughs> nope. I, I'm with I'm with you. I, I'm with you. But if that's the uh, if the powers that be want that to happen, it's gonna happen. No, I, I've got to tell I've I've got to tell you Ab, that I think, like in our street, there should only be one lawnmower and people should use it because. Yep. Yeah. Well, say like, five, 500 lawnmowers is just completely dumb. <laughs> like that's true it's too. Mad. You know, I, I use my lawnmower every couple of weeks for for I, 10 15 minutes. I, I get a laugh because I walk around my neighborhood and a lot of people leave their garages open in the evening. You look yeah. in and they have a one car driveway. So literally one or one and a half cars can fit in their driveway. So they have a one-car garage that can barely fit a car in, and they have a monster $3,000 snowblower in there. And I think to myself, <laughs> well, it's taking up half the garage. If you park your car, like most do, in the driveway when it snows, there yeah, it covers, the it gets rid of on it. your car. Yeah. So you could back your car out, and your driveway would be clear. Mm -hmm. We only yeah. have one bad snowstorm every other year. <laughs> Where you really need a snowblower, yeah. And I thought that that that's a perfect example of what you're saying. What a complete waste! It's just he has this monster snowblower, and it probably doesn't even work because if you don't run an engine all the time, it it likely might not start properly with the you know, with old so gas. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start a new communitarian effort to to have one lawnmower per street. I, I'll bet the shire blocks me from doing it. The only what's, a, what's a shire? Oh, a council, the local council, city council, whatever gotcha, you want to call gotcha. it. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, it's going to take a lot of um, change in attitude for this this so-called sharing technology. And uh, if they inculcate it in the younger people, where they grow up with it, just like if they grow up with masks and daily or, or monthly injections, I can see it working. And they'll just wait for the old people that don't want to share it just to die die off 
So everything can change. There's no doubt. I'm not not disputing the power that the powers that be have. But uh, it's not something I want. But uh, can yeah, we get to vote for? Can mind. we get to vote for the next the next generation of powers that be app? Uh, no, voting is really not allowed. Mm -hmm. Or they just make all the candidates the same, so you just get like in a one-party system, which essentially is what we have here and maybe you have it in Australia. The U.S., it's, there's only two parties, but they are pretty much the same. So really, we're just voting for the flavor. We're still getting, we're still getting the ice cream. We're just, okay, I like chocolate, you like strawberry, and pretty much the same effect at the end of the day. There's very little difference or none. So I think voting does seem to be a waste of time just for that reason. Crazy. Yeah, yeah it is crazy. But uh, do should we should, before we go? Do we need a financial update from Tiago? Because this is his. Oh God, we're gonna need a whole show just for that. I've been waiting for you to talk to to give me a call and uh, do a whole show just on the finance thing. Did you, did you guys see these oil prices? They're amazing, aren't they? I don't like looking at oil prices because it always hurts. Um, <laughs> unless, you're here to, unless you're here to tell me that they went down. Uh, no, no, they haven't gone down. <laughs> I, I got my I got my gas tank filled today. Yeah. I've never seen this before. Two hundred and six dollars. The person in front of me. Two hundred and six U.S. dollars. Crazy. Yeah, you don't hang out truck and uh, pickup truck. Maybe it was a pickup truck. And the guy paid cash. Wow. Yeah, that's gonna What's get. It's back? gonna get worse. <laughs> you better. You better get all the gas you can, man. Well, there it was ain't one. Gonna get any cheaper? There's a good Substack that just turned into a a pay. Substack, which is too bad, and a, an expensive paid Substack. So I'm not subscribed to it. He just puts teaser uh, articles out now. But he did, actually, no, it wasn't him. It was someone else that is a free Substack, and he was he was trying to show the break-even price between electric, pure electric cars and gas cars, and the price per gallon where they they're pretty much even assuming the price of electricity remains around i believe 14 or 15 cents a kilowatt hour in the united states the break-even point is about 20 dollars a gallon before it it they're they're pretty much even in all with all all kinds of different things factored in wow so marcus so gas is I believe ten dollars a gallon in California, where it's mostly heavily taxed. Uh, it's five dollars. It's five dollars. Five dollars here. So in Pennsylvania, it's five. And Pennsylvania is high. It has the highest uh, tax rate on gas, like in the country. Oh, there's no way it's higher in California, California, no. or Hawaii. Well, I think I I don't know what the gas tax is in California, but people. Oh, I, I literally go over the Maryland border or the Delaware border, and I'm paying 50 cents less for a gallon. Right. Of gas. But, Marcus, at what price would you consider the new Volvo C40, which is all electric? Well, never, because the mechanic told me that it's not ready yet. Okay. They're, but they're selling it, and it's terrible. But what price per gallon would you stop your weekly drive? Yeah. We talked about that last week, I thought, but I never gave an answer. Um, 
I actually put I just put away five hundred dollars um, so that we can for the next couple months have extra money for whatever the gas price is. So when that money runs out, then I'd have to analyze it. But if something was let's see, if it was twenty dollars a gallon, right? That means I would have to f each fill up would cost me five twenty four times as much. Yeah. I go through between me and my wife go through. Hundred fifty. It would be six hundred dollars. I mean, I could do it. I wouldn't be happy about it, but I, I could still do it. Yeah. Do, you, do you have natural gas in the USA? We do. So you can buy a compressor for yep. natural gas, and there's a little conversion kit. Uh, yep. I've just I've I've bought a conversion kit recently. I've it's I've just got to organise a compressor. But you just buy them off um, off Alibaba. It's um it basically eliminates the problem. Yeah, it's funny because I just watched the guy in Florida. He has a pickup truck, and he runs his pickup truck on HHO. Oh, that's a different idea, though. That's yeah. uh, that's not natural gas. That HHO thing is something we're looking at for our boiler as well. Mm -hmm. that is that like H two O? No, it's no, it's it's hydrogen. It's brown, brown, brown's gas. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, brown's gas. It's a combination of hydrogen and oxygen. They don't they don't bother separating the two he oh. has just a mace he has a mason jar and two stainless steel pipes and boom it's yeah. as redneck as you get and it runs yeah it's just needs diego, a thing for the flashback diego so you're you're just saying that you're sticking with your 200 dollars oil oh yeah yeah definitely and uh jamie diamond jp morgan just uh came out i think it was like two days ago and their uh prediction for over the next couple of months is 150 dollars us per barrel right it's not going any. It's. I'm telling everyone now. It's. I'm looking at my charts here right now in front of me. It's. It's not going any lower. This is. Uh, if you got to fill up on gas, it's gonna. You know, do it now. It's. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Anyone living in cold towns or cities or whatever, it's. It's going to be a painful winter. It's not oh, going to yeah. be cheap. It's mm -hmm. not going to be cheap. And it, and it's just going to get worse. But that's nothing compared to. You didn't, Tim. You didn't. And ask, see, that's, everyone gets bent out of shape about four ninety nine gas, but nobody talks about the fact that my electric bill just tripled and my water bill doubled. Oh, that's a cross. Okay. My my, yeah. I'm paying. I I got into this wholesale thing, and the wholesale price here is averaging sixty cents a kilowatt hour. Wow. wow. That's and incredible. luckily, I've, I've I've just bailed out of it and got into another supplier that, that supplies hydropower for. 15 cents a kilowatt hour so that's a huge change how and long that, is that guaranteed for that's until august of next year next year okay that's good but um that, that hasn't happened here our water is constant our our hydro hasn't changed much yes but they're gonna they're gonna have uh, equivalent pricing ab because you, you know they're not gonna let you do that yeah the, it's, the it's heating agenda oil 21 yeah it's yeah. not gonna it's not gonna be based on reality it's going to be based on and they'll make up a story about how kiev the attacking kiev yeah means that you're not getting as much water going through your hydroelectric system <laughs> has nothing to do with it. It, it they'll make up a story about how it's all yeah connected. they will but again they will. i have to credit for the millionth time alan watt he's talked about this for donkey's years as he likes to say he said, "You're they're going to use energy to get you into cities. 
the price of energy is going to get you. You're not going to be able to afford to live in the suburbs. And that's exactly what's happening right now. Yeah. 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 Yeah, out where I am, it's crazy. The price of heating oil out here uh, has uh, has double, almost doubled in price out here. So the people are really, really complaining. You heard, I, I actually hardly see anyone driving around all the time. Used to see people here in the summertime driving, you know, doing laps and going to the coffee place, and I'd see the same cars and motorcycles driving. Now I don't see many of them. My the wife right turns now, off yeah. the car and coasts into this parking spot. <laughs> that's a champion man right on <laughs> well i i still really really enjoy my plug-in hybrid i think it's the best solution i but uh, i think even that is going not not going to be authorized in the future which is too bad because it's extremely efficient and it's the best of all worlds but uh if they if they don't want people driving, then they could just, like you said, Marcus, turn the price up to whatever the breaking point is, and people will just park. And I know truck small. I was reading small trucking fleets in the United States with guys with five or six trucks are just parking their trucks, and that'll just leave the big, big corporations, the big right. carriers out there, and then they'll be able to charge whatever they want. And right. This is a war on small business, and it's a war on private property, and I'm. I've got lots of posts because I was pulling a lot of different uh, clips from Michael S. Kaufman, who's been talking about Agenda 21. And from his point of view, from an eco point of view, because he was in a into forestry, so that's how he got involved and sucked into it. And he's got some terrific quotes talking about how they are going to control everything centrally. And the United States, the Christian nation of the United States, is really based on uh, private property and, and small business and giving people more autonomy. And the powers that be have just decided that experiment is over. So yep. it's up to the United States to stop this. And I, I can now see how there could be a war between the, those that want to remain in the old system and the others that want to force a new system. I, I can see it happening. I don't know if it would last long or what states or how you'd even divide the state. I just don't know how it would organize because there are people in households that are on different sides. So it would be really quite the, quite the reorganization of people to go to places where they think are safe. But it's going to happen probably if they keep forcing the issue which they are not letting their foot off the gas it's really unreal to me yeah it's it really is that people are just putting up with it that just blows my mind well there's a breaking point for everyone and everything mm -hmm. we haven't reached it yet like i said would it be twenty dollars a gallon would that be a breaking point what's interesting though and, and people are talking about this a lot on godlike productions is there's been no real layoff on the driving People are like, how are people affording this? And I'm not seeing it. I'm seeing more cars on the road than ever. Well, it's because the airports are all jammed up because they laid everyone off or people aren't coming back or they're purposely putting a stick in the spokes. That's a, that's a business, by the way, a little business tip. Mm -hmm. If someone wants to start an amazing business, Tim, I think you might know about this. All these flights that are going all over the world and I sent you the, the Pearson video. 
Did you? Yeah, I saw that before you sent it because it, it was it, going. They've been talking about that for months, by the way. Pearson is apparently a shithole airport. Well, no, it, an old hockey player is the one that complained about it this week. That's why it became news. But it's been going on for months. So, at the airport, there's no one staffing the TSA. No one staffing uh, when you, your your passport. Yeah. And what's happening? Because I was overhearing this woman who went to, I think, Australia. She said. Um, it was it was an absolute nightmare getting back. Um, you know they overbooked the flights, and the worst part is you don't get your luggage for a week at a time. Yeah. So the little business that I would come up with is I would do a deal with the airlines and say, hey, listen, I'll deliver people's bags back to their home, so you make money off that, and then you turn around and get then you'll get the customer's name and their phone number and say, listen. I'm in charge of um, bringing the bags back. If you want priority access to get your bags back sooner, pay me for that. Yeah. Well, Marcus, I used to deliver luggage. Uh, we, mm -hmm. Our company had that contract. And my, my favorite thing is at Christmas, our warehouse must have 3,000 bags in it just because mm -hmm. of problems and everyone travels at the same time. So it, it is a nightmare in the baggage business. I know it personally. I've delivered it. I've do you get paid? Well? I'm curious. Do you get paid well? Uh, no, because to get the contract, you got to do it for next to nothing. But if you if you have a big enough vehicle to carry some of the luggage, and and you you can do it, but the problem is you can't do it fast enough because you got to go right out, do you do your run, and then race back to the airport for another load. So mm. it, it pays well. Those guys are were some of our top earners, but I go way back into uh, twenty five years ago when I was doing it as well. Mm. So. Mm -hmm. There's always one or two guys that controlled the airport deliveries. Of course. Of so, course. And they lived at the airport, these these drivers, believe me. I mm. do I do a couple. I think they 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 work like slaves, but they made tons of money. But the, mm -hmm. the point is though, they don't want you traveling. That that's that's the bottom line. Mm -hmm. So all these these interruptions will be replaced with digital ID to make things go smoother, and then they'll just limit your access to the digital ID to traveling and flying, so it's. I, I can see the plan just coming together beautifully. I, I don't see any interruptions in the plan. The only hiccup that I, I'm not understanding is that Philadelphia International Airport they closed down during COVID the entire parking lot, the economy parking lot. To, to redo it, I don't know what the catch was, but they just reopened it. Yeah, they probably redid it. And why are all these airports getting billion dollar makeovers laguardia apparently went from the worst to the best it's like the best airport now yeah if they're going to get rid of private transportation why are they investing billions in these new airports because they're going to have uh they're going to be controlling the transportation so the uh, people who are going to be going uh you know place to place first of all they got to be able to afford it and then second of second of all, they're going to want probably the most high tech solution that they can come up with, right? And the printing of the money also accelerates the inevitable that's coming. Yeah, but do you think faster. they're? But do you think they're going to allow air travels? The question. That's that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah, I think they're going to allow air travel. Uh, now, what what that looks like, I don't. You know, you know, thirty years from now, I don't know, but. They're going to allow it for a, a certain few who can afford it. 
but they're going to make they're going to make it uh, an air travel. I think in the next thirty or forty years is going to be uh, if you're allowed to do it. Maybe guys like uh, like us guys here on this panel, maybe we're not going to be allowed because we're on the fakeologist, so we're not going to have enough points to travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time we do a show, we'll lose so many social credits; it'll cancel our vacation. Yeah. every single show. Yeah, well, oh, well you got to wait Frank, four more years. Frank will never; he'll never fly. So he better he better get all the flight. They'll they'll hate him for bringing out the real science, right? So, and then they'll they'll hate uh, they'll hate Tim and Marcus for bringing out the transgendatory nonsense yeah, and all this, right? Yeah. So, and all this crap, and then they'll they'll ding me for warning people about that the economy is going to collapse twenty five points, and I I won't even be able to leave my neighborhood. There'll be sensors everywhere. You won't be able to get out your front door. Yeah, there'll be sensors everywhere. All these telephone poles that you guys see, I think they're going to have sensors on all of them, artificial intelligence sensors on all of them. They'll know where everybody is at all times, everywhere. How do you think well, it's going yeah. to how do you think it's going to affect dating? It'll be well, well, I'll tell you I'll tell you what, for the people <laughs> the people out there listening who think dating is easy, a little bit of comic relief. I got two words for you. Amber Heard. <laughs> nice. <Good guy. laughs> Well, not all of us follow the story because fakeologists know that they're not, not to waste yeah, time on that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> all right, good show. Yeah, we uh, pushed an extra half an hour, but that's fine. Everyone had a good time. Yeah, yeah I that, always do. I wouldn't come back if I didn't. Yeah, it's great. Well, and uh, thank you. And, and Ab, I have to, I have to tip my hat to you for your you. dedicated radio performance in the last month or so. You have just been. Oh, thank you, Frank. You, you, you're like a Spartan soldier, braving up half. every night. Well, I can I can always talk for half an hour if nobody shows up. But if someone does show up, it's always fun to talk to different people. But every, every you've been every night, haven't you? It's amazing. I know. Well, I've been pretty consistent, yeah. And isn't it and, summer there when all the birds yes. are in the trees? Yeah. It is summer, yeah. It is. It is. And I get outside. I'm out, I'm out all day, so I don't mind sitting inside for an hour. It's cool. And I got my technology, and I'm having fun, and I got the phone lines going. And we could have taken calls tonight because I've got the lines going, but uh, I guess there's not enough airtime for an extra person. I think we did pretty well. So thank you, Frank. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate it. I'm having fun still. When I stop having fun, it'll stop. We'll take a break. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, solid. There's, there's too much going on. There's just too much going on. Yeah. So he interviewed Mark Friesen yesterday, or was it yesterday? I think yeah. It was yesterday. yeah, that was yeah. Wasn't that great? Loved that. Yeah, it was a Thank great you. interview. Very good. I love that interview. guy. Yeah, I listened to I... it. Uh, it was nice. Oh, yeah. Thank you. You know, I, I just like the guy. I like talking to people I like. So uh, I, I, I when, think when he's people, a hero. When people get, get, get onto you, you are going to knock these big TV channels out of them. They're going to be. Who's going to listen to them? <laughs> well, well I mean, I'm, I'm spending all my time listening to fakeologists and hardly anything on my normal YouTube. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Yeah, me too. This is not oh, good. Oh, great. Oh, nice, guys. <laughs> I appreciate it. You know Thank what? You. Um, and don't let's not forget, next month we're going to be doing uh, uh, Marcus, uh, if he can uh, maybe put something in um, a show that's maybe a little bit more virus-related uh, onto my uh, Facebook channel. My Facebook channel is exploding. I got hundreds of people a day. I almost got... Uh, seven and a half thousand people now so uh it'll be good uh amazing i wait, well, wait, hold on so what, what do you need for me 
Um, you know, sometime next month, uh, maybe if we can design, uh, if you want to design some questions or a show around the virus, you know, nonsense and hoax and all that. Oh, kind sure, of stuff. sure. Yeah. Just do an exclusive on that. Sure, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, that way, I can we can broadcast it on right. my uh, on my Facebook uh, group, and I got thousands of people on there. So um, well, I would like to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what you sh what you could do is get get an account at Restream. Well, you you know, I don't know if you you can use a free account. Probably, I don't I don't know. I'm on a paid account. Yeah, it's free. I'm on free. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, get your Restream hooked up to your Facebook, and then we can tangle our Restreams together. Yeah, They're like we can all tangle them together, and then then you we can all just be firing out. Five different directions at the same time it would be quite quite good actually oh yeah you'll have thousands uh thousands yeah. and thousands of people watching that show uh that i would I I, I, sure. actually yeah i would i would do that anytime if you want uh, we can do it with marcus or or i can do it with you i want to do a financial show with you or we just let you talk about price of oil yeah, I think uh, I think with Marcus and Frank, uh, you know the original crew, and uh, yeah. you know help out Marcus uh, and help out yourself get uh, you know sure. a, maybe a little bit larger, broader viewership. Yeah. Uh, because honestly, uh, from what I've been uh, hearing and talking about in uh, my Facebook group, I think I think many many thousands of people would be interested uh, in what you guys have to say. And you know they might not be interested in the whole shebang like uh, transgenderism yeah, um, and all that kind of stuff. That. No, but you know what I mean. Yeah, they yeah. they might you know they might have like myself. I have specific things that I like to to hear yeah. and talk about. Of course. Um, so, but uh, you know, I think it'll I think it'll be great if you're looking to grow your your channels and your viewership. Absolutely, why not? Yeah, yeah. Well, Marcus Marcus brings his um, his stories to the table, but I I'm pretty sure he wouldn't mind if we gave him suggestions from our point of view uh, absolutely yeah send me questions and I, i'll rifle off the questions yeah 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 because i've i've i haven't talked about my blog all week because if mm -hmm. i have a guest i don't get to even one story on my blog but i still do my blog just like you still do your facebook and maybe we should get onto your facebook sooner rather than later because of the possibility that can get blown away at any time and then you're going to start from from scratch which is maybe you should grab it while it's still hot is my point because you've been yeah. reset at least and, and Vela says done a great job on your blog by the way on your mm -hmm. website that yeah it is, is great. great yeah and yeah. It, it is a service by the way he is selling a service i i think he really wants to ramp it up so make sure you hit him up i think his email is velosetclockwork yeah. at gmail.com i know he's gonna get an easier to remember email soon but yeah hit him up he he'll help anyone uh as well it's his business so Ellis at clockwork at gmail.com. I think you and, and I got good standing back on my Facebook group and I, I figured out uh, mm -hmm. why I got banned and I won't be getting banned anymore just to, to let you guys know I figured out the problem. So as long as you post stuff that directly you don't say this happened so therefore it causes this. you see what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So yes. then, then that way you and, and so basically what I'm saying you, is if you I say there's a, a correlation, not a causation. That's right. right. You just say you just or, or you say, uh, you know, the ex person, this guy, Dave over here, 
he collapsed and uh, he happened to have the vaccine last week. Um, you can't say it was because he died because right. of the Pfizer vaccine. I think that's that. a, actually, on, I'll take Facebook's side on that. I think there's way too many assumptions going on right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, my group for now is is uh, back in the green. I got a green sticker on my group. So uh, okay. I, I didn't know I'm they gonna, gave out stickers. Yeah. Well, I, when I go back, when I go into the group, it gives me all the numbers and the st statistics of you on the views and all this kind of stuff on comments. And then at the top, they have a, a red, a yellow and a green. And then uh, right now, my group is green. So I got no problem. So that means they won't they won't uh, uh, impede. Uh, membership into the group at, at that point so everything's like normal uh you know there's no uh suppression or anything like and i and i've been noticing i've been getting hundreds of people every single day uh-oh phone call <laughs> let's, uh -oh. See. let's see if i answered it i don't even think i hit the right it, it better not be amber heard no i think it's the producer from the stars trying to call in but i don't know where the hell uh, it went to, or if it went to voicemail, or what the hell's going on? Because I'm not too good at pressing the button. Or if he gave up calling, maybe he just uh, gave up calling. I'm not sure though. But uh, well, I think he thought the show might have been over by now. Um, what I was going to ask you, I'm going to bring up your site before we call it a night. Yeah, I my only thing with what you're talking about with all your stickers on Facebook, I just wouldn't trust them as far as I could throw them. So. I think that anytime you're hanging out on someone else's platform, Facebook, yep. oh yeah, yeah, it's super dangerous to assume. Oh, you're doing this right, and this is why uh, they're allowing you to stay on. I, I just don't buy into any of that. Oh right. yeah, they they can stop me at any time. Absolutely. Yeah, I I think that's wishful thinking that you figured it out. I hope so. <laughs> I, I I try to I try well I try to only post stuff from from Google. That's already yeah, on. That, that's already up on Google, so that way they can't, uh, you know, bust my chops over it, sort of thing. But uh, yeah, we'll do we'll do a mega show next month, and uh, we'll get as much viewership as uh, we can onto your channels and and uh, your viewers. Yeah, we actually did talk about that. We got to arrange that. Now, yeah. if you go to fakeologist.com forward slash live, I do have a calendar on there. We should just pick a day, and um, or you pick a day and. Any yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know yet because my daughter wants, uh, she wants to go to Toronto in uh, okay. July. It's her, it's her birthday month. So I, I'm just uh, negotiating uh, uh, when she wants to go, sort of thing. And then I will, I'll definitely tell you guys uh, what day next month. You reminded me, Tig. My wife was asking um, if you're not into marriage, how do you have a daughter? You see, that's one of the the painful lessons of learning of this my stupid decisions of uh, getting married, right? So. So you did get married? Um, well, I mean, I lived with, I, I guess they call it, I don't know what they call it in the United States, but here in Canada, it's like common law. Uh, oh, so you know, that's the perfect way to get married. Yeah, yeah, yeah common law type uh, gotcha. uh, situation. But would I ever do that again? Hell no, absolutely not. I would never mm -hmm. do that in a million years. Mm -hmm. No way. But no. getting back to your group, because Mary, that's, we've, we've beaten that dead horse, and it's so dead. <laughs> yeah, but my wife wanted to know that, so it was important. And yeah. she listened. Yeah, that's good. Oh, she listened. And I got some poll, so. But getting back to your um, your group, I will not be silent anymore, dash, dash, Canada on Facebook. Uh, I'm, I'm really kind of concerned that a lot of these stories about people dying of the vaccine are fake. 
I, I really, uh, and I've had a problem with this for a while. That uh, they're pumping out the phony stories. Because even though I think the vaccines are hurting people and possibly killing people, I think there is almost as many fake stories for dying as, as uh, there are real stories. There's just so uh, many things. Yeah. That well, one, one thing I will, I, I, can t I can give you figures, Ab, for Victoria. Yeah. In May of 2020, there were 3,200 deaths, registered deaths. And this May, there were over 4,200. It's a big jump in mortality. Okay. But I, I'm just wondering if the, a lot of the stories and a lot of 33-year-olds, terrible age to be, apparently. So, so, so May 2020, 3,270 people registered deaths. May 2022, 4,312. That's an enormous jump in mortality. And the, and the previous trend was for falling mortality. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah, I tend to agree with it, but every now and then I listen to IPS, Infinite Plain Society, and he, he doesn't believe that the vaccine is actually killing people deliberately, and he thinks it's just to create a schism. And every time I hear that, it does make me think, okay, well, so many of these promoted stories, they seem fake. Like, for instance, this is just one I picked off your website. And we get this, uh, we get these tropes that they put in stories that just don't seem real. Like there's a 33-year-old. We all know what we think of 33. And uh, Mary Jane was known for her love of travel and passion for making others laugh and smile. Why are all these people that dying always have a passion for making others laugh and smile? Yeah. Like, are, can we describe any of us? <laughs> Do any of you guys, is that your passion? No, nope. like, I think Marcus is this people off. <laughs> off. Wait, wait, hold on. I do what? Are you listening what? to the show? What? No, what's my passion? I I heard all this laughing over what you were saying for for <coughs> aggravating and pissing people off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go. <laughs> it seems like all the stories with the really odd filters on the photos, and they're all just pulled from Facebook or Instagram. All and not only is it 33, but it's 15. April 15th, she was 33. But yeah. all, these, all these people are just wonderful. Just yeah. Well, that's hope and change. And that's part of the, the checklist of when you know it's fake. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a real mind warping concept to think, why are they putting out stories, fake stories of people dying? Okay. We're never going to leave. Yeah. <laughs> they call it just show. Oh, there he is. It was me. Were you trying to get through? This is uh, Velocet, uh, Velocet Clockwork at gmail.com for all your hardware and software <laughs> <Yeah>. needs. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> all right. Sorry, I just wanted to, firstly, just to come in and participate, just to demonstrate to people how easy it is. It's really cool that you can easily come and be part of the conversation. That's kind of what this whole thing's about. Yep. I'm trying to make it really easy for people to understand that by cleaning up the way you access streams and podcasts on the website. So yeah, I was just listening to you talking about this mega casting where you're going to wrap all your streams together and shoot out in different directions. I think to quote you, what you said. Yeah. About, yeah. That which, was you know, has all those, those weird overtones in my head. Oh, um, we'll leave that to another day. Um, 
Now, my comment is that's a, that's a great opportunity if you're going to um, aim to get a lot of people together. So I'd specifically try to have a segment to promote your offerings and demonstrate um, how easy it is to get to them. So yeah. I applaud you, gentlemen, on putting, putting your heads together on that. So I think it's a good idea. Yeah, and of course, you had the idea to have the hoax syndicate where you have all, all these hoaxers together. I mean, that, that could still happen, I think, in the future in some way or form. That would be cool. Because you've got, you're working on some alternative social media stuff and uh, just to, just to uh, tech-proof us from the bad boys that want to control us. So we're, we're always looking at our own little plat- micro-platforms that we control and we own and are harder for the big people to disrupt because we know that's coming this is an info war it's an infodemic that they are uh, trying to put a quash on so well i i just sent you the um mm-hmm. the demo model login so you can check out my new chat platform i'm working on yep. so yep. that could um, take the place of things like discord and TeamSpeak and the like to replace yep. the way we communicate yeah so, and and I was just warning um, Tiago with his Facebook he, before he gets too excited about his group, and it's 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 really getting really big now. But now, on the other hand, you're going to be on the Facebook radar because you are getting big and you are creating waves and you're influencing, and that's not what the agenda calls for. So, uh, if, if if you can't log in tomorrow, you'll know why. Now, someone it's, was talking about the ten thousand. Yeah. Number. Who That's was that? Right. One of those people you spoke to this week. Yeah, somebody said when you hit 10,000 in any group, that's when they come in and pull the plug. I, I can't remember who told me that. So turn that into a positive and make it so that you can't have more than 10,000 members. And only right. the most active 10,000 people get to join. That's a good idea. Can, can that, you do that? If that's yep. true. On yeah, Facebook. you can do that. Yeah, because you have a private uh, group on Facebook, so you can screen your your people that come in yeah I, there's a button on here also where i can not take any more members okay right, yeah. right, well, right. no I, I, it's just something i heard i think on one of ab's interviews about the ten thousand tiago I, you know, it's it's not, i remember not hearing like, it but i don't remember who said it yeah, it's possible yeah it's, it might be it might be definitely in their algorithm um uh, to be more uh uh coming down more with the hammer at, at ten thousand, absolutely i don't i don't doubt that at all i, I don't know their algorithm obviously but it is a, a high possibility um it's something uh, that's why i try to keep i try to keep it as clean in quotations as possible um but uh you know if they're gonna end it they're gonna end it but uh, we're definitely gonna do something big a collaboration next month um i want you guys to to get as many eyeballs on 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 your on your on the stuff that you guys do as much as possible and uh yeah it'll be good all right well thanks for everyone joining in i appreciate it we had a big call tonight can i add one more comment before you wrap up go ahead i'll try to make it quick i just wanted to also um yeah shout out to marcus too for trisha's question i believe about if um tiago had been in a relationship and how did he have a child because the way I was just, and I'm glad he asked that because I just got the answer and I was like, ah, right. So as far as I know, Frank's still in his first marriage with one lot of kids. Marcus is in his first marriage with a lot of kids. Ab's in his first marriage with a lot of kids. And Tiago seems to have been in a relationship and it's just, he's just, so you're all at the same point in the race. He's just edged ahead slightly. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's, that's very interesting because it's very easy to be MGTOW 
when you've been through the ringer once. I think every man would go that way. So. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm definitely not MGTOW. Yeah, I'm definitely not MGTOW. I, I definitely, uh, you know, I, uh, I do what I got to do as, as a guy. But in terms of, I'm just talking in terms of marriage sort of thing. Absolutely not. But uh, you see, you guys know all that where I'm coming from. But uh, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was great to be here tonight. It was a, it was an excellent uh, podcast, yeah. and I uh, will catch Thanks you guys next week. Okay, and I'll just, I'll just hang up on everyone. So everyone, good night. Okay. Thanks for joining. And of course, fakeologist.com forward slash donate. Hasn't been too many donations lately, but that's fine. We don't do this for money. We just do it for fun. So <laughs> thanks, everyone, for joining. All the best. All right, guys. Take care. See you. Bye. Okay, good night.